Lately, I've been studying the book of Esther. One of the fascinating things about the book of Esther is that the name of God is not mentioned in the book, but His fingerprints are in every chapter. Throughout the story, God's hand is working behind the scenes to deliver His people from peril. Does God really have hands? No, God is spirit. This is an anthropomorphism, a big word that just means we ascribe human qualities to God in order to better understand Him. So let's talk about what the scriptures have to say about the hands of God. You can tell a lot about a person by looking at their hands. You can tell if the person is young or old, male or female. You can tell if they have an office job or if they do manual labor. The hands of a surgeon look different from the hands of a mechanic. In John chapter 1, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory, glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us. At the Incarnation, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, came to this earth in the form of a tiny babe. His little baby hands, fresh out of the womb, would have gripped the finger of Mary just as all little babies do. And as he grew, maybe he played patty cake, played in the dirt, tried to catch butterflies with his little hands. Maybe he raised his hands in wonder at the stars of the night sky, stars that he himself had created. And as he grew and matured, they became the hands of a carpenter, learning a trade under his father, Joseph. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us, the hands of Jesus showing us His humanity. As He entered public ministry, they became the hands of a miracle worker, hands that turned water into wine, opened the ears of the deaf and the eyes of the blind, healed the sick, the lame, and the lepers. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us, the hands of Jesus showing us His deity. And though his hands were the hands of deity, they were also the hands of a humble servant, hands that welcomed the little children, fed the hungry, and humbly washed the feet of his disciples. Jesus came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life a ransom for many. Therefore, in the Garden of Gethsemane, his hands were first hands of prayer until the betrayer arrived, bringing the soldiers with him. His hands did not resist, but lay idle by his side as he was unjustly arrested, beaten, and scorched. Finally, heavy nails were driven into the hands of God at the crucifixion, holding him to a cross that he did not deserve to pay for sins that he did not commit. The hands of a Savior, the hands of Messiah, nail-scarred hands that now reach out to us with the offer of life, abundant, free, and eternal. As we turn to Jesus Christ in faith, trusting Him for our salvation, we enter into a relationship with our Lord and we come under the care of His almighty hands. This is a relationship that can never be broken because no one and no thing can snatch us out of His mighty grip. He is our creator and the universe is His handiwork. Isaiah 40 and verse 12 says, "'Who has measured the waters in the hollow of His hand and marked off the heavens with a span. Today, the earth contains 326 quintillion gallons of water, all of which the Bible says God holds in the palm of his hand. And to God, the vast universe 
is just the span of his hand. He is the potter and we are the clay. We are the very work of his hands. Isaiah 64, 8. And Psalm 92, 4 says, we should sing with joy at the work of his hands. His hands are hands of faithfulness. Can a woman forget her nursing child and have no compassion on the son of her womb? Even those may forget, but I will not forget. Behold, I have inscribed you on the palms of my hands. Your name, my name, inscribed on the palms of God's hands. Isaiah 49, 15 and 16. His hands are hands of help, the hands of a caregiver. Behold, the Lord's hand is not so short that it cannot save, neither is his ear so dull that it cannot hear. Isaiah 59, 1. Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not anxiously look about you, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Surely I will help you. Surely I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Isaiah 41.10 Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you at the proper time, casting all your cares on him, because he cares for you. 1 Peter 5.6 And his hands are hands of friendship, hands of fellowship. The steps of a man are established by the Lord, and he delights in his way. When he falls, he shall not be hurled headlong, because the Lord is the one who holds his hand. Psalm 37, 23. I recently visited a friend in her home. She has stage four cancer, and as I sat with her on the couch, she explained to me how faithful and how wonderful God had been to her. She praised him in the midst of her pain and in the midst of her suffering. She said, I was laying in a hospital bed and my hand was laying outside the bed. My hands was, were open. And she said, I felt the Lord hold my hand. Yes, the Lord is the one who holds our hand and we sense the light of his presence the most in times of darkness. His hands are hands of protection. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive me. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of my enemies and your right hand will save me. Psalm 138, 7. In the shadow of his hand, he has hidden me, and he has also made me a select arrow. He has hidden me in his quiver. Isaiah 49, 2. This indicates that each one of us are an arrow kept hidden in the quiver of God until the time that his skillful hand draws us into his bow to send us out to impact a time and a place ordained by him ordained for His glory, and His aim is sure. In other verses, the Bible calls the hands of God mighty, valiant, righteous, strong, holy, glorious, and good. And understanding these qualities should cause us to shout with David the words of Psalm 31. As for me, I trust in you, O Lord. I say you are my God. My times are in your hands. And we do live in perilous times. What a comfort to know that our times are in the mighty, glorious, and good hands of God. These are the hands of God that worked invisibly behind the scenes in the days of Esther. And these are the hands that work invisibly behind the scenes in your life and my life today. Long ago, centuries ago, the story of Esther was written. Her story is over. Her story is history. Today, the hand of God is working in your life to write your story, the part your life is to play 
in His wonderful plan. That story can only be written in time, but the glory of that story will last for all of eternity. Commit your life, therefore, into the mighty hands of God.